skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is struggling to believe that she's worthy of love. But Mm. before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Mm -mm. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right. We are going to get right into our letter today. And our letter comes from terrified of love whose pronouns are she her who is writing from fearfully in love usa dear sam spencer and sierra content warning for mentions of past domestic violence i'm a 28 year old woman she they in a monogamous relationship with a 36 year old non-binary person they them let's call them bowie 
We have been together for a few months now. We have traveled internationally together, play in the same band, and share so many things in common. My friends love my partner. My partner doesn't drink, has a stable career, is incredibly adventurous and romantic, and we are perfectly compatible in bed. They write me poetry, are emotionally available, and Mm. are very transparent and honest in sharing their thoughts and feelings. I feel so safe with this person. For Mm. the first time in my life, I feel as though I've really found the love of my life, someone who I could spend the rest of my life with. So then, what's the catch? Well, there isn't one. I know this person really well, and there aren't any red flags coming up. I talk about my partner extensively in therapy, and nothing has exploded or shown up as a blaring red flag. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For For context, I am a survivor of domestic violence. I grew up in an abusive household where my safety was constantly threatened since I was 10 years old. Throughout my time dating, I've been in a pattern of dating toxic and abusive men. Once I got out of those relationships, I started the work of attending support groups and even Codependence Anonymous. I've been healing and spending lots of time working on myself and spending time with friends. I have the most incredible support system, and I feel so grateful for that every day. I truly thought I was healed. Before my partner and I got together, I had sworn off relationships and just wanted to be single and focus on my career, traveling, and friends. But then we met. It was like a movie. We ended up in the same band. We instantly clicked. We spent time outside of band practice together, getting to know each other and adventuring together. We were just friends, but I instantly started having a really intense crush on them. One like I'd never had before. And we got to know each other. I realized that we had the same goals and vision for our lives. We both want to travel, write, play music, be childless, and live abroad. I find myself falling incredibly hard for this person. For the first time, I met someone who I could actually see myself spending the rest of my life with. We traveled together around the holidays, talked about our goals for what our relationship could look like, and had our kiss and became a partnership. I've never been so in love before, but I have so much past trauma. I hear how you talk about how it's easy to trust trustworthy people. And that rings so true with this person. And they have never given me a single reason to doubt their love and commitment to me. They've given me their phone password, keys to their house, access to their car, etc. They are so transparent and generous with me. However, I still find my self-doubt and trauma creeping in to tell me that I'm not worthy of love and that this is just a fairy tale and it's only a matter of time until this person hurts me too. I want to be loved and to live with this person with every fiber of my being. We have plans to travel Europe this summer. It's been a dream of mine to have a romantic partner like Bowie and they exceed my expectations. They're an absolute dream come true, but for the first time in my dating history, I feel like I'm with someone who is too good for me and that I'm too wounded and undeserving of love. How do I move past this? Will the work ever be done? Am I moving too fast with this person? Or should I slow down to heal myself before I jump into this serious relationship? Thank you for taking the time to read this letter. I listen to this podcast every day and it warms me to hear your words of affirmation. Thank you for all that you do. Sincerely terrified of love. Oh, my darling, thank you so much for writing and for your kind words. And I honestly just want to start by saying how lovely, how lovely and simply enjoyable it was to hear about your love story. Mm. I think that our traumas and our anxiety and our past, you know, they're so loud in our heads 
But from my perspective, I just want to remind you how good your love sounds from over here, how enjoyable it was to hear about it, um, how happy I am for you, how pure and unadulterated this sounds from from where I'm sitting. I know it doesn't feel quite as simple um, in your heart, in your body, in your nervous system, um, but it was just such a pleasure to hear how you fell in love. So thank you so much for sharing that. I know that trauma doesn't just complicate our relationship to love. You know, sometimes it feels as though we are changed molecularly because of the things that happen to us. It feels like those neurological paths are so well-worn um, and those patterns can be found everywhere. It's so hard to learn a different language from the language we grew up speaking, right? Mm. So Sam and I are going to talk about a couple ways we can explore this and if it is possible to love fearlessly. Mm. Uh, but first, we are going to take a quick break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because <laughs> love it. <laughs> honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um Again, thank you so much for writing and for trusting us with this question. Um, I think one of the things that I just want to start out with as you're sort of, you're, you're sharing your experience with us of, um, you know, you have been, or you were in a, a violent household when you were a kid, you sort of, um, from that kind of dated a bunch of toxic people and, and found yourself in really abusive relationships and, and sort of were kind of in this like cycle of um, sort of moving from trying to find safety in dangerous situations over and over and over again. Yeah. And now you're in this place where it's like you can actually sit and breathe and feel as yeah. if you are taken care of, as if you are safe. And it's not surprising to me that what is now coming up for you is the stuff that was happening before the lessons that you've learned from all of those different relationships, the trauma that you've experienced as part of that. Right. Yeah. And I know that you dealt with a lot of that in your time as a single person and built up this beautiful network of friendships and support that you have found a therapist that you seem to really like and talk to and right done a lot of this really great work to help sort of build yeah. this scaffolding around yourself to say like, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm building my strength. I'm, yeah. I'm getting to a point where I can sort of stand on my own two feet and, and hold all of those things that have happened to me. And then you entered this new situation where you are also being loved in a beautiful romantic way. You are also being held by a partner, yeah. which is something that you've been wanting for so long. And it makes sense to me that your little wonderful tender hearts <laughs> and your your, the ways in which your brain has been shaped by your experiences mm -hmm. is now saying to you, danger, danger, you're in danger. This is not a good thing. It will all fall apart around you. It makes am, a lot of sense. Absolutely. I'm not surprised at all that that is like how your body, your heart, your mind are reacting to what it feels mm -hmm. like to have mm -hmm. unconditional or let's say like healthy, nutritious love turned in your direction. Right. Yeah, it's really scary. For sure. Because like, when love has been turned to your direction in the past, it has not been nutritious and healthy and safe. It's been a place of, of, of fear. It's been a place of danger. It's been a place of harm for you. And our, our lovely little nervous systems like to tell us that things are wrong when things are going well to be mm. prepared for the, mm -hmm. what we think is an inevitability of harm that's going to come to us, right? Like that's a trauma response in a nutshell. How can I prepare myself for every possible bad thing so that I never have to experience what it felt like to feel so small, to feel so hurt, to feel so, to feel so thrown away by people. So all of that to say, I know that like that 
I know that that may not seem comforting, right? But that's what I'm actually trying to do in this situation is to tell you that this is is not something that is unique to you that you haven't like opted into intentionally mm-hmm. that you're not sort of like taking on like this the way that this is coming out doesn't mean that you're like a damaged or unhealed person. It yeah. means that the healing that you've done through the past however many years is coming into a new iteration of itself, right? And and it is totally. inviting you to see different aspects of what needs extra love and care right now. And and how wonderful is it that you have done so much work to be able to identify that stuff for you as it's coming up, right? Totally. You're not in the situation where you're like just acting out because your your heart is telling you that you're not worthy of love and and you're you don't know how to articulate it or don't know how to name it, right? Like you're saying oh my God, I'm feeling resistant to this beautiful, wonderful relationship because of this lie that I know I'm telling myself, right? Mm. What a world of difference that is between mm. just like acting out and and causing harm and saying, wait a minute, I know that there's something here that's deeper than this that I need to be paying more attention to. That's the work. Like that's what's so remarkable about the situation is that like, I'm so proud of you, honestly. Like I'll I'll use that word. Like I'm totally. so proud of you for being able to name that for yourself and and to name that for yourself in a way that's not about like excusing behavior or as a weapon that you're using against yourself or other people, mm. but just in a way of saying, I don't want to fuck this up. And I know that that yeah, is what my heart is telling me to do in this moment. And I'm not gonna, yes. right? I'm yes. gonna choose to do something different. And like how how beautiful is it that you have recognize that you have that choice. Absolutely. And I want to say, you know, there's no more healed version of you that, that deserves this love more. Mm, Right. Yeah. There's not a threshold that you have not reached that would make you more deserving of this wonderful, pure love than you are right now in this moment. For sure. And you know what? Like I had this great conversation with my partner before recording this morning about like the great lie <laughs> that like romance, you know, tells us that love isn't scary. Mm. Love is scary. It is. It is vulnerable to love. Mm-hmm. Trust is challenging without traumatic history without trust being broken in the past facing your insecurities head on love almost forces us to do this love is scary right it is vulnerable to roll onto your back and to to reveal your true desires to reveal all of your flaws to reveal your histories your triggers your deepest fears and your greatest hopes for, for, for life. Right. Mm -hmm. It is vulnerable to love, but worrying, you know, all of this protection that your trauma is trying to, to make you feel like it's giving you, it isn't working because withholding love doesn't protect you from hurt either. Denying yourself love doesn't protect you worrying about being hurt won't prevent you from being hurt if that's one thing i've learned this season of my life is that all of the work my anxiety and my and my history and my 
my fears was having me put in to prevent me from being hurt. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if I, if I, if I just behave like this, if I don't get into this relationship, if I don't let somebody see this side of me, if I do all of this, that will lead me to a life without suffering. And you know what the fuck did not happen? <laughs> I did not not suffer <laughs> despite <laughs> all of that worrying, you know, even For my sure. love, even my, my healthy, secure, stable love. Right. You think that I'm not triggered in this relationship. You think that I'm not constantly made to face the most vulnerable parts of me. And I'm sorry if this sounds terrifying out there. It can be, but, but mm-hmm. that is not a reason for us not to do this. We are put Absolutely. on this planet to have connection with one another, not, not to be in romantic relationships, not to, to get married, but to be, be in connection with other humans. Um, Absolutely. Yep. And I know this is hard. I, you are, like I said earlier, you are learning to speak in a new language. That's, Mm -hmm. and so you have to be, be forgiving and compassionate and patient. So patient with yourself. Yep. You know, as you're switching between those two languages, you're like, Oh, do I know the, do I know the word for that in the new language? I know it in the old one, but now mm. I have to like conjugate and, and go through my vocabulary and figure out a way to say it in the new one. Right. It is going to take longer. It's gonna, and it's going to pop up in new ways. Cause like going with this metaphor, I feel like we've been just doing crazy metaphor tangents this whole week. <laughs> we of really episodes. Have. But, um, <laughs> you know, like going, you can say like, Oh my God, I'm fluent in French. Right. And mm-hmm. you're talking in French and you're moving forward and you're totally healed in your Frenchness, you know, your French language. And then I'm, you can find yourself. <laughs> yeah, totally valid. <laughs> then you can find yourself in a conversation talking about something you've never talked about. And all For of real. a sudden you got to go back to your old language, right? And this isn't to say we will always be defined by our history and our traumas. But it is more to say that we need to be patient and compassionate and understanding with ourselves when we revert, when we go back to what we were taught, right? This is this is not a flaw in you. This is not something that makes you less worthy of your partner's love. This is just a part of you. Yep, absolutely. And I, I love the idea that you have of, of wanting to love this person with every fiber of your being. And I, I love that. I think that that's great. And I want to tell you that like every fiber of your being is also those fibers that have been frayed by the yeah. domestic violence that, that you faced, hard. right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the fibers might be torn apart and retied. And, and so what it looks like for those fibers to reach out in love is going to look different than the other fibers, the fibers that you've created for yourself in, in doing this um, mental health work in building this network for yourself. So I, I think sometimes it's like, oh, if I love someone purely, it will be easy. It will be, yeah, it will feel yeah. all the same. It will be a hundred percent consistent all the time. It'll be like just a, a warm bath or something. Yeah. And it's like actually loving someone fully means that it's a warm bath. And also yeah. sometimes it's kind of a cold shower or like yes. maybe it's like a walk in the park and sometimes it's like a, a swim in some really rough water, right? Like yeah. that being fully open to people, being fully capable of loving other people yeah. means that it it's also our trauma that is figuring out how to love as well. It's also the ways in which we've been harmed that's figuring out how to love. It's our, our trouble with trust that's also yeah. learning how to do this. And so 
I want to just like, I want to shift that a little bit to offer that there's going to be lots of different ways that love is going to show up for you. And just because it doesn't look like one particular thing doesn't mean that it's not an act of love. Doesn't mean that it's not you trying to figure out how to turn fully towards this wonderful person that you're with. Yeah, absolutely. I want to muse really quickly before, uh, in closing on the idea of, you know, to love someone fearlessly. Cause I think that's what our, Mm. I think that's the subtext of what we're saying of like, I'm not healed enough or like, do I need to be more healed to get into a relationship? I think arguably we can say like, yes, there are times in my personal life in which I can tell that my hurt or my history manifested in my relationships in a certain way. But I don't want us to think about our healing in relationship to our our relationships as sort of like a linear thing or a threshold or a checklist that we have to check off sure. in order to be worthy of relationships. We are a hundred percent always going to enter relationships and our, our healing is going to ebb and flow. Our histories are going to, you know, show up. Our triggers are going to show up whether or not we put them to bed or not, you know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that like, there's a difference between loving fearlessly and loving courageously, right? Like we're loving in spite of and knowing fully the ways in which we've been harmed in the past is really different than going into a relationship, just being like, everything's great. Everything works and nothing ever bad will ever happen in this relationship. Right. It's about like loving, knowing that it could get really fucked up, right? Like it's knowing that this person that you are putting all this trust and love in could use that trust and love to harm you, right? That yeah. is that yeah. is a thing that could happen. But doing that in spite of that knowledge, I think is really what we're working towards, right? That's the, yeah. the place where we're trying to go. Yeah, and and I, I feel like the, the essence behind, you know, I want to love this person fearlessly, you know, is this going to be a part of me forever mm. is puts like an undue expectation on ourselves that we need to a be fearless in order to be pure and deserving and to stay in that fairy tale. You know what I mean? Um, and B that if you somehow are afraid or that you have a history that makes it hard for you to maneuver in a relationship that you are less deserving, you know what I mean? Like that, like that these are, I don't know that there's some perfect version of ourselves out there that would be more deserving of, of the love that we're being offered right now in our broken, unhealed self, you know? And I love what you said is like, are we loving fearlessly or, or is the goal to love courageously love despite the abundant possibility, possibility and guarantee of suffering, you know, not just of suffering. Like that's like my go-to word of my catch all, but like, you know, when I say love is vulnerable, I mean, love guarantees we will always have uncomfortable conversations. We will always be hangry and say the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. We will always have our pet peeves and have to navigate them with somebody who absolutely loves the thing you hate. You know, we, we will always, the goal should not be can I enter a relationship ever without this history or what, without, um, 
with all these flaws. The goal should be, how can I celebrate the fact that I am doing all of this, not despite, but in in spite of it, you know, because mm-hmm. of it, because the purpose of human partnership is to see another person's flaws and show them yours and, and accept them and celebrate them and, and be seen in your humanness, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, for sure. For sure. I, I see so much threshold talk, right? Like, Oh, went back when I was healing or I'm healed now or whatever. And I'm sure I've contributed to that on this show. Mm-hmm. But there's no threshold. We're just doing it. <laughs> and we so, are always so, in it. <laughs> so the the goal of like I I I understand the instinct. We've have we've had a couple letters over the last month of like I don't want to feel this anymore. I don't want to bring this old you know baggage into a new relationship. But that's a really 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 tall order. You know that's a really Im- impossible order to put on mm-hmm. ourselves. And I understand the instinct. But if we shifted that instinct to compassion instead of self-flagellation, self-punishment, um, I think it would be more nutritious, as Sam Blackwell says. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are worthy of the love that you are receiving from this wonderful, wonderful person yeah. in your life. Yeah. And uh, I just want to say that explicitly because I know that you're you're telling yourself something different, but you are worthy of this. You're ready for this. And Sierra and I are so excited for you to begin this journey with this wonderful, wonderful human who seems to really see you for who you are. Yeah. All right, my darling, we love you so much and we truly hope this helps. We love you. Thank you so much for writing. All right, everyone. It is Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. And on Fridays, we... Uh, set you up on a blind date. So a blind date is something that we think that that we really like that you think, nope. So blind dates are something that we really like that we think that you are also going to love. This week, we want to set you up with. Uh, it's a book I got from the library that I'd seen making the rounds on the interwebs um, about abortion. And it's a tiny oh. little book. Um, read it in a weekend. Um, it's why uh, it's called Ejaculate Responsibly, A Whole New Way to Think About Abortion by Gra- Gabrielle Blair. Um, and this is not like a fun read. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, but it is an informative one. And honestly, the reason why I'm suggesting it is is for anyone out there who I have... Um, who, who I have compassion for and, and see their humanity, but anyone out there who is like on that uh, fence of like, not really sure where they fall in terms of the legislation around abortions or their moral feelings, feelings out of abortions. This is just um, a very informative, um, quick read that would maybe give you some more perspective about the hypocrisy when it comes to legislating women and people who gets who can get pregnant their bodies and um it's it's basically um an argument in prose um with data and science backing up the fact that 100% of unplanned pregnancies are caused by men or people who ejaculate because they are fertile 100% of the time whereas people who can get pregnant are fertile for a much, much, much smaller percentage of the time and somehow uh, carry 100% of the 
responsibility of said pregnancy. Uh, and there are other great arguments in here um, that are honestly like so obvious, but you don't think of until you read them that just, again, hit the nail on the head about the fact that like we are approaching this issue all wrong and that that a lot of the arguments are clouding the the physical realities of this thing. Um, so, yeah, if you want to regulate pregnancies and regulate abortions, you should be regulating the people who cause said pregnancies. Uh, sure. It is called Ejaculate Responsibly, a new, a whole new way to think about abortions. And you can it. buy it or get it from a library like I did. <laughs> Perfect. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you are interested in more content from us, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode, as well as access to all of our episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, and subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcast and his music under the name Big Cats. And remember, despite what you've done, despite what you've endured, despite what other people have told you or shown you, you are worthy of love. You are worthy of safety, of respect of joy, of ease and comfort. And I know sometimes it's hard. It can be so hard and scary to not just accept those things, but to tell yourself you deserve those things. I know that that is a totally different conversation from the one you're used to having in your head, but it is possible to say new things to yourself. I deserve love. I deserve love and if all else fails just break up <laughs>